0: Hello, and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and the TikTok. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator, and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics.
1: I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is water creams.
0: Welcome back! Happy Lunar New Year, everybody. Did
1: did you realize it was
0: the Lunar New Year, Lauren?
1: I keep seeing stuff about it, but I really didn't. So I
0: I read my students all of our um, I think it's Chinese zodiac. Um mm-hmm. so for us the year of the dragon um they specifically say this is not a good year for us and uh, oh my
1: gosh <laughs> will we ever get good news again? Well
0: <laughs> I I decided I reject that I don't accept that and they need to yeah. come back with a new offer because I I don't accept that so
1: I love that answer so um something that is going good is Kelsey is now viral everyone <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> We have now shifted our roles. I serve as her talent manager for the podcast, and um, we all live for her. So please check her out on the TikTok at Kelsey Aesthetics. It is hilarious and spot on. Kelsey walks us through all of the tools that Cassie uses on her 4 a.m. beauty routine in Euphoria. Okay, I think we should take a good amount of time to talk about this whole situation and the TikTok, so... Woo. So Kelsey, picked- I'm, that's okay. I'm what going,
0: it's TikTok. Cause I wanted to see exactly oh. what I was at view wise. Sorry. So I am up to 623,000 views. So over half a mil people have seen my TikTok, which is so funny.
1: And then you had to answer a ton of other TikToks. So before we get into the logistics sure. of it, um, Kelsey, paraphrase what Euphoria is for any of our listeners that haven't checked it out yet. And P.S. We are obsessed. So we're going to probably be talking about it on future episodes for a while. So get into it, y'all. Mm-hmm.
0: Euphoria is a show on HBO. And going to be honest with you. The reason I stuck with it is because Zendaya, because I am a yes. Zendaya stan chef's kiss I I love I love her and I love that she's dating Tom Holland I love that she's taller than him and they date and I love everything about that um the first so euphoria is uh, a take on a modern day high school I guess but Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a metaphysical spiritual aspect to it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about um, sort of a coming of age, finding yourself, feeling lost in hopelessness and drugs and depression and friendship and relationships, navigating all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But also, they're all dressed like they're going to a rave in the oh, 90s.
1: Yes. and um, It's directed really awesome. And the music it, is very it cool. Is. Labyrinth does all the music.
0: Yeah, I um, I really the first episode I was sort of like uh, taken aback because I'm gonna be honest, the idea of watching teenagers like have sex and do drugs, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to watch this.
1: Agreed. There was also a lot of violence in the first episode, right. and I have, sh- I have struggled with that throughout the entire show. But I have to say, I. Th- I just think it's a genius show in general. I think it captures in a very raw way things that we actually go through in society. Um, It kind of reminds me of the older shows that we've watched, like Degrassi or Skins. Um, It has elements of that, but it's more for this generation. But a lot of times those shows, because of where we were just at that time, couldn't really... um, do yeah. it as harsh as we had they are doing it right now. Judd Apatow is amazing. I know he has his hands on this. I love seeing his daughter mm-hmm. in the mov- in the Lord. show too. Um oh love her. Mm-hmm. Um Cassie's storyline is like triggering AF mm-hmm for me with like, you know, just I think a lot of girls have gone through that situation of like wanting love and seeking love in the wrong places and the aftermath that comes with that, you know, and just like being like, what am I doing with my life? But it, they're capturing it beautifully. I'm mean, lo- loving her um, meltdown. Right. So yeah, that brings us into the next question. What scene were you recreating in this TikTok?
0: Right. So season two, we explore Cassie's storyline a little bit more, we're kind of seeing other characters' storylines this season. I actually really like that. I like that we're getting to see Cassie, and then I like that we're getting to see her sister who's pay- played by Maude, uh, Lexi. Yes. I really like her storyline too. So, uh-huh. um, Cassie is the classic very pretty girl with very low self esteem seeking out male attention. Also um, has daddy issues. That, well, that's why she's sticking out male attention. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So she wakes up at 4 a.m. and does a very intense beauty routine every day to try and see to, to get the attention of a guy. Um, so I'm sitting there watching this, and, you know, it's kind of a montage. It shows her continually waking up at 4 a.m. and doing these, these beauty routines. And I realize I have all of the tools that she's using (laughs) and I was like uh and like the exact tools that she's using like even the exact exact. face mask that she's using and it's funny because um two of them which is an ice face mask and an ice roller um and actually the rose quartz roller I have because I keep them in my mini fridge next to my bed for my migraines that's why I have a lot of that stuff And then the gold set I have because I bought them on Black Friday from Amazon to show my students because um, there's so many tools out there. Right. And if you're not like in the world or you're curious about it, you don't really know what they are. So I happen to have like all of these things that she's using. So I just cut the scenes um, and the stills of her using these tools and then showed me using these tools Um, and Uh it blew up and it blew up. Yeah, so
1: so <laughs> when did the numbers start jumping and what was that like? Well,
0: I had posted it.
1: Um yeah. I did it I remember I did it right
0: after work because I was like uh-huh. I was like this I have to do it why cuz the episode had just come out. And mm-hmm. so I was like I want this to be relevant so people know what I'm talking about. So I did it right after work. And so probably about 334 and then my husband and I were eating dinner and it was up to like 10,000. And I was like, wow. and I was like, Aaron, I think I'm going viral. And <laughs> what, like, did,
1: what did podcast husband think? <laughs> he, yeah.
0: Podcast husband of the podcast. I was like, <laughs> I think I'm going viral. And he was like, Oh, weird. And I was like, yeah, I don't. Okay. And he was like, well, good for you. And he's like, maybe you can advertise the podcast. And I was like, yeah, good idea. So then I wake up the next morning and I was at like 50,000 and I was like, what? 50,000. I was like, Aaron, I'm at 50000 He's like, whoa, what? I was like, yeah, that seems so crazy. And then it just kept growing and growing. Um, and then I hit half a mil. And I was like, what is happening? So... Um, But the best part about going viral is the haters. Oh, gosh. Okay, (laughs)
1: let's get to that in a second. Yeah, when I screenshotted your um, Mm -hmm. views, you were at like 100K. Yeah. And I remember um, Trevor got home. Sometimes he has a break in the middle of his day. And I was like, okay – Kelsey's been like kind of going viral and I keep checking it every like 30 minutes. Cause like I said, I am your um talent manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was responding to comments with the blog post. Cause you were kind, you were kind enough to make a blog post of all of the products mm-hmm. in there. Cause everyone was so curious. It was so fun. Um, By the way, what let's not, let's talk about the haters in a second, but also um, I liked seeing that people knew a lot about the show and they were mm-hmm. saying that Cassie um or Sydney's Sylvia, Sydney Sweeney, mm-hmm. the actress that she brought those from home. She, already had all of those, too. So I love that she, like, gets it, and she's a skincare nerd as well. Um, But yeah, Trevor was like, oh my god, what if she got up to, like, 300k? And I was like, stop, shut up, do not jinx it. Like, stop, this is really cool. And then, like... <laughs> It was not even an hour later and you were already past 300K. You were at 500K. And I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. I know. <laughs> it was awesome. I know. I was
0: like texting my parents and I was like, hey, by the way, I think I'm going viral on the internet right now. And they're like, what? <laughs> and at that point, I was like 79,000. And I, to me, that was like when I hit 100,000, I was like, whoa, 100,000 people have seen this. Like, I don't even know <coughs> what that means. And then yeah. it just, it kept growing. It's, it's stopped now. I've been at like six, uh, six something for a couple mm-hmm. days now. Yeah, I check now. that out.
1: Yeah, I check you like every you're morning. you check checking, you checking. You're, you're part of my like morning routine <laughs> and like, you know how you open the same three apps? Sure. It's those three, and then your um TikTok. My specific TikTok. Yeah, oh, it is. Well, thank you. Um, You're welcome.
0: but yeah, the biggest thing was people asking like, what were the products, w- and they were like, give us the links, and I was like, okay. Like I felt so. Um, I was like, this is why people who do social media feel like so. Controlled. They talk about it all the time that yes. like they feel like there's a high demand on them because, like, you have all yes. these people asking you to do something, and you're like, "Well, okay, I guess." And
1: and you think time is of the essence because right. you're like, "Oh shoot, if I don't capture this right now at this moment, it's gone." You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh,
0: so yeah, I made a blog post. Um. So if anybody watches euphoria and knows what we're talking about and is curious about all this. If you go to our website, uh, beautyguidespodcast.com and oh. you do shop our favorite products, you'll see the blog post, um, where I have linked everything and talked about what it is she's using and what they do for the most part. They're just different facial massagers to be honest. Um, but it, you know, it is, it's fun. And the other big question was people are like, what do these even do? And, and, Again, they're just to make you feel good. So it's part of self-care. Mm-hmm. Skincare is part of self-care. Um, they can be used to alleviate puffiness and things like that or to, you know, um, help with product penetration. Um, but all of this is just – I mean, there's no dynamic changes with anything. It's all just self-care. So um, – but, yeah, if you're curious about it, check it out on the website.
1: Love that. Okay, what has been fun about the experience? Um,
0: <laughs> um, uh, the positive feedback from, um, people, um, that are like, this is so funny. This is awesome. And then I did like a couple follow-up videos, um, from people asking about spe- like what things are specific questions. The biggest question I got was about the ice face mask because the outside yes. of it is like a fuzzy velvet So you don't realize that it's an ice mask if you just look at it. Um, And that one I got uh, Black Friday this year um, because I'm just always looking for different types of – I mean, I have so many ice packs because that is like a big thing for my headaches.
1: So um,
0: that was a big – I think you
1: actually helped a lot of people out too in those TikToks, which I thought was really nice because I saw some people commenting like, I have migraines. Would this help me? And, yeah, you have a lot of great tips and tricks for people that suffer from those issues.
0: Um and then the other thing was what you were saying about like people commenting like, oh yeah, she brought all this stuff from home. Like I didn't know that. And um Mm -hmm. it just it was nice. It's like anytime you find people that like the same things you like on the internet or like things that you put on the internet, you feel like a little bit of validation. Mm -hmm. Um so that was nice. But then I felt the immense pressure, um, which is like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Like I felt mm-hmm. like, okay, I've gone viral. Now what happens? Like my sister-in-law was like, when do you get rich? And I was like, I don't freaking know, but I was- Right,
1: and then that's the thing is, <laughs> it doesn't really happen, does right. it? It just, well- that's the moment. <laughs>
0: Surprise, I'm very rich now. No. Yeah, um- yeah. <laughs> It's um, Surprise, because I this bitch. <laughs> all, so um, I think a lot of people can relate to this, but I am my own worst critic and I put a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself, and so I was like, Well, what do I do now? Do I like so? I definitely talked about our podcast so people could know about it, um, but I was like, Should I like, um, what do like when you go, there's no handbook for what to do. When you go Mm-mm. viral. So I remember talking to Aaron about this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google it. So I Googled, what what should <laughs> you do when you go viral on the internet? Um, really funny. There were actual answers for it. Um, yes. so, But they all said, like, you have to keep up with it. They And they suggested, like, posting one to three times a day and all this stuff. And I was like, that is not what I'm trying to do. Like, um, first of all, TikTok is like... To put weird – for me, TikTok is, like, where I'm putting, like, weird, obscure videos that I know most people don't care about on my, like, regular social media. So I'm not going to force them to watch this stuff. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so – and, like, I just want to kind of keep it that way.
1: So like Yeah, I feel that. I am fiercely protective over my friends. So when you were talking about the haters, I was, like, laying in bed at night, like, grinding my teeth, writing (laughs) awful – things. And it made me think a lot about who I would be in Uh this moment. And I would pop off. I've been learning a lot about professionalism. And, you know, I'm kind of having this year of like feeling like more anarchy in my life, because I've been such the people pleaser. And I kind of just think it's okay to be that person unhinged and just calling the trolls out. That's not fair to anybody. They were saying dumb shit. (laughs) To me,
0: like, when I would see the haters, I would literally laugh out loud. Because I would think it's so funny. Like, who are you a stranger? No, like half of them
1: don't even have a picture. Right.
0: You're you're a literal stranger on the internet trying to say mean things to me, another stranger on the internet. Like, why are you <coughs> why are you putting energy towards that? Yeah. Um, so to me, like everyone was like, oh my God, these people are saying these things. And I was like, no, 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 this is hilarious. And probably the best part is like, well, I feel like that's how you know you've gone viral. You have haters. It's and true. I, and I, so to me, it was funny. I, like, I really, I, a long time ago decided that I could not care less what strangers on the internet say about me. And uh-huh. this, I had to develop that because, um, a, I sell a book on Amazon. So again, shameless plug, but I wrote a book and it's on Amazon, the science uh-huh. behind skincare by Kelsey Hayden. And uh-huh. I have bad reviews on that book. And Ooh. I had to learn that it's, it's not me. And that sounds so cliche, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. It's not me. And it's hard because you and I are creators, like what you do with makeup and what I do with like skincare and working on someone or writing a book. Those are all things that like we put our hearts into. So we take our job very personally and we take a lot of pride. And so when someone doesn't like it, it hurts us personally. And I had to kind of, develop a shell about that because it's it's and realize that it's not me it's the other person that's unhappy like i did my best and it does not mean my work is not good it's the other mm-hmm. it's the other person. And so I think maybe developing that has helped like me just kind of not care about the haters. And also like I'm 30. How old are we? 33? Like, yeah. I I could not care less what the haters say about me. I am 33. I'm a 33 year old grown ass <laughs> woman. <laughs> like I'm I'm good. I'm super yes. good.
1: I love that energy. All right. This brings me into my last question. Oh, my God. You're doggy. I love it.
0: I know. I'm actually going to pause <coughs> this real fast. OK. OK.
1: Cool. OK. We're back. OK. So this brings me to my last question. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to us little people who don't know the feeling of being viral? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, don't
0: expect it because it's going to happen when you don't expect it. And it makes it um, even more fun. Uh, and just enjoy it. And don't worry about the haters. Don't I worry. love it. Yeah, don't worry about all it. All right,
1: let's get into some pop culture because mm-hmm. some shit is happening. All right, um, bad girl Riri is pregnant. We love it. I um, you imagine if Rihanna was your mom. Yeah,
0: I love all the memes about this right now, about, like, people being like, we just wanted an album. We Oh, my God. And, and um, let
1: her fucking live.
0: And then mm-hmm. I've been enjoying the memes about Drake seeing, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, poor Drake. Yeah. Poor Drake. I
1: love it. Drake just loves the women. He's so damaged. Yeah. Oh, and great. then I
0: saw something about Fenty Beauty is set to launch a perfume. And um it's
1: they already they already came out with one fragrance, okay. right? Okay. Okay. They did. It was very expensive. And I had seen a few um, creators just really saying it's not oh. that great.
0: Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'm late to the game then. But well, I-,
1: I would love to know if she's going to like, you know, get into doing more scents. Like, I've heard she smells amazing. And I use some of her like body um, stuff, her lava, mm. body lavas, and they smell really, really nice, like a tropical getaway.
0: You know, we talked about perfume um, on our end of the year Beauty Guide Award episode. Um, We did. And you had talked about, you know, kind of looking into perfume. Did you ever go further into that journey?
1: Um, I did. Well, Trevor and I went to Sephora and um, I, we went and smelled a ton of scents because I actually wanted to see if anything, he was open to anything Mm -hmm. um, in the men's section, but I came across a perfume brand I've been wanting to talk about for a while called Replica.
0: Yes. Okay. Everyone oh loves guys. this
1: brand. It is amazing. If you are looking for just like a dumb date thing to do with, if even if you're doing it with a friend, go there and smell it. They have this one smell that is – Something about a campfire. And on all of the oh, bottles... By they the have a,
0: fireside.
1: By the fireside. Okay, so all of the bottles have a smell profile of the year, where it was, and what it's supposed to remind you of, which is the coolest thing ever. They have things that are, like, in the library. A spring day, um, where it's, like, the cherry blossoms in D.C. at a certain time. Um, So this, this fireside one, the scent profile is insane. Like, spray it on your little cardboard thing, and then... Wait 30 seconds, wave it around, and then, like, the first thing you're going to smell is it's going to kind of smell like burnt s'mores almost. And then um, you wait a second, and then you're going to smell more, like, aromas of chocolate. And then, like, you wait a second, and it, like, kind of settles into this, like, smoky... Really nice smell that, like, if I were to press my face against, like, a man's flannel and he was wearing this or whatever you're into in life, you know, whatever it is, um, get it. My friend Meg actually ended up buying, which I loved – Cause I just like love to see that on a girl too, but um, it's I it was in the men's section, but you anybody can use their stuff. It's great.
0: Yeah, replica is um like kind of androgynous. They have one exactly. Yeah.
1: I just feel like the older I get, I'm just leaning more into like androgynous life. Okay,
0: I've been really into like androgynous sense probably my entire life because I remember uh-huh. even in high school I was wearing men's deodorant. And like Mm. preferring Mm. men's scents. And then I remember I had like a a boyfriend, you know, it's so dumb, like when you're in your early 20s, um, and he... He was like, "I'm not into guys. Like, I don't want to be with my girlfriend and have her smell like a guy." And I was like, "I was like, fuck you, you know, like whatever." Yeah, like, Miss, miss yeah. Taurus, where, independent. Do you know
1: where he? Where is he now? Anywhere we can oh, talk about? No, God, no, no. I was like twenty-one,
0: <laughs> like whatever. So no, I was
1: just saying he probably grew up to be a loser with that attitude. Oh.
0: I think that's why I dumped him
1: too yeah girl <laughs> but
0: um I've always liked more masculine scents or even androgynous scents because things that are traditionally feminine are either way too sweet way too floral yes. like they remind me of like the Victoria's Secret body sprays
1: it can go that way, or it can go really musky, and a right. lot of the scents can actually give me a headache. Where, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And
0: so the but Replica has one called Jazz Club.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and it's like um a leather smoky. Like I, I really cool. like that one too. Replica is a cool brand for fragrances. It's
1: so neat, like yeah. what an experience! I love to see that they are bringing that to the perfume game because you know it was a little like superficial for a while and um this is scent is scent is a very interesting thing the more that you explore it and it is you know, clearly part of our senses, <laughs> Like, but um, there's so much that we can recognize by smell that we don't realize. I was at a wedding one time and the florist came in and she brought the bouquet to the bride and she had the bride stop in the makeup chair and made her smell the bouquet and was just like explaining what the flowers were. And she was like, you will always remember this scent um for the rest of your life like when you smell it again and I just thought like what a cool way to honor your craft and like really just show your love for what you do and like to like share that moment with somebody in that way because it's true that is so cool yeah that's so cool yeah Uh,
0: so um we talked about euphoria so you are you caught up on euphoria I am, as okay. of today, I'm completely hot up. The freaking hot tub scene, I died. I did. Oh, it was
1: hilarious. It was so gross, God. but it was so perfect. And,
0: and where she, okay, uh, if you're not caught up on euphoria, go ahead, like, two minutes. Okay. So yeah. um, the scene where she's, like, with the balloons, just, like, dancing by herself, <laughs> yes! crying. Like, God, watching her just have this break is, like, First of all, it's, like, secondhand embarrassment, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But it's, like, she's doing such a good job, the actress. She
1: is, she is the next big thing. Like, I yeah. am seeing her everywhere. Like, every modeling agency is picking her up for campaigns. Mm-hmm. Like, she's getting booked everywhere. I just – I'm pr- proud of her. She's a, a great talent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So – and then, I mean, of course, I always love the looks, um, especially um, – I think I didn't appreciate the hair as much the first season. And I think honestly, it's because I didn't do this podcast with you that uh-huh. it, you have made me realize that the hair is so much part of the full look.
1: Oh yeah. Like, it's
0: just as important as the outfit, just important as the eyeliner as the lipstick. It like really, and her with her two little braids, like yeah. uh, just and it, they do a really good job of doing this like baby
1: doll look to her. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a very seductive baby doll, like, right. sad eyes, but right. she's beautiful. It's, it's, there. the whole, like, the people have a lot of mixed reviews on this show, but I really think it's just brilliant. I just, mm-hmm. they're really nailing it. The people that they chose are awesome, and they're really capturing really hard things, and my drinking days, I have been there where... Someone, I have, t- I have not known how to take my feelings and I'm like, I'm just going to get plastered and I'm just right. like at a party thinking I'm cute. Like, can I probably look like that? <laughs> right. Like I said, secondhand
0: embarrassment. Um, yes, exactly. It, exactly. It you just
1: see yourself. Right. Yeah. The other
0: thing that was really hard is um the amount of like um cows driving. um Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was hard to watch as well because it's just. Like... I'm with
1: you. I love Fezco. By the way, oh um, Fez,
0: best char- best male character in the whole amazing. show. Amazing. Fez. He
1: gives me so much Mac Miller energy. Like I, uh, and he I love his like beautiful eyes and he's just so chill and he's a good person deep down inside. Yeah. yeah. I
0: I'm a Fez stan 100 percent Yeah,
1: same, same girl. Um,
0: I wanted to tell you about a two podcasts I've been listening to, because I think you will like them. Um, the first one, so I go all over the place with my podcast. Sometimes I need things lighthearted, some things I like, things a little more serious, and I want to learn. So I've been listening to one called American Skin. Scandal, which is by Wonderly, which Wonderly tends to do these like kind of stories podcasts. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so there each scandal is something in American history and there are oh. about four episodes per scandal. So the one I listened to was about Enron. Do you remember? So it was like 1999, 2000 when Enron happened, the Enron was a
1: company yeah, yes. I remember being so baffled. I could not like wrap my we, young mind around it. Right. Like, we were like, okay. adults are allowed to like pretend to do things that aren't real and like ruin people's lives. Like, I didn't know that. Well, like, well, I was actually thinking today that I have a really hard time, like, with the whole respect your elders thing. Cause I'm just mm-hmm. like, adults are just like tragic grown up children because no one's like <laughs> heals themselves. And like, I don't think that anybody deserves respect unless it's like earned from me. And I know that you're a good person. I mean, I'm nice to everybody, right. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sorry, keep going. It's okay.
0: So I did not really know the details about Enron. I just remember all of our teachers talking to us about ethics and morals. The whole Like for for six months, we had to talk about ethics and morals. And I'm like. They thought
1: they were like on trend. And we were like, why are we talking about this? I don't get this. Yeah, I'm like, literally
0: don't care. But so to listen to it, and it's kind of it's kind of acted out, you know, a little bit. It's, um, but it's, it's really good. It's really interesting storyline. So I, I've been really liking American Scandal. Um, and it, it just covers like different, just, you know, different things that happened in American history. Um, the next one, the other one I was listening to is the Tuskegee, which is the traditional black college where they did a lot of, um, Syphilis experimentation and oh, yeah, yeah on the poor black community and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah so terrible. Um, terrible super terrible but like again these are things that it's p-
1: important to know about so oh it's their actual history right. and yeah you do we should be learning it and um you should educate and, yourself and it wasn't that long ago so no
0: <laughs> no yeah, th- those are our grandparents so. I was
1: watching a um TikTok the other day and it was a grand- grandma in a museum and, um, it touched base, uh, touched home cause it was talking about Baltimore and, um, it was this woman and she was a cute little old grandma wearing a picture of her mugshot in the seventies. she was a hot babe by the way, but she was like, that's wrong on the wall. And she was like, we weren't in Arlington. We weren't in Baltimore, Maryland. We were in Arlington, Virginia. And she was talking about how she would basically, um, help, People from Howard University get into um, this amusement park that was um, segregated. So she would work everywhere to try and get things um, – or is it – sorry – desegregated sorry Mm -hmm. I I saw my brain my brain after a long day um so so she was like saying that she would help with that and then they would get arrested for going into the park but that was like kind of how they did their protest back then and I'm like see that's someone's grandma that was not Mm -hmm. long ago at all like crazy to me
0: yeah I saw her too she's a little baddie
1: isn't she so cute she was a babe in the day it was like cool cool life
0: the other one I'm listening to is called "Solving the Black Dahlia." Um, my friend Caitlin, um, who you know, Caitlin. I'm not going to say her last name, but she she messages us a lot. Um, hi, Caitlin. Um, hi. She um, it, her friend did it. A CIA agent, and it's him looking into solving the Black Dahlia. Um, he talks to someone who thinks um, the person who did it was his um, his grandfather.
1: Um, um yeah so i'm black i am um ghost writing you right now do you see the name where they did they bring him up in the podcast george hodar um i haven't i have just
0: started it i just started okay, it. okay
1: because there's a whole other podcast about all of this but we'll talk about that oh, later but okay. i think this is i didn't know if it this, was like touching this on that. one
0: is by douglas um it's l-a-u-x so I don't allow mm-hmm. Lou lo, 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 I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. how you would pronounce that so anyways mm-hmm. um I've been enjoying that one Um, the Black Dahlia is one of those like you know it I can listen to fascinating. A, it fascinating yeah it's like John Bonnet Ramsey I, I know the story mm-hmm. but I'll listen to it over and over again
1: yeah yeah definitely okay have you um seen in my stories today any of the Caitlin Lockett drama okay
0: I've seen your stories <laughs> I and I need it. you to tell me what is happening please fill okay. me in who is so, this person and what is happening?
1: Okay. So my friend, Nicole texted me today and she said, um, you need to look up this TikTok account and, um, there's all this drama about this girl that like she actually knows and that the girl is in Charleston and to be on the lookout for her and that she's a major scam artist. So I started going down that rabbit hole. Um, the girl's account is a bottle of wine and she ended up having to, um, her account was deleted. Um, so now she's a bottle of wine too, but she gathers all of the facts on this girl named Caitlin, who. If I'm just paraphrasing everything that I found out today, so far she has stolen someone's dog, thousands of dollars, a treadmill, and someone's husband. Um, so she's also going around Charleston in the worst fake Southern accent I've ever seen. But listen to how she stole a girl's dog. This girl had to go on TikTok to get her dog back and basically said that her roommate had a one night stand with this Caitlin Lockett girl and Caitlin just took her dog just took her dog. And when the girl reached out and was like, you have my dog. She was like, you told me I could have it. And now I'm in New York city. And she had to basically res- rescue, her dog from New York city from being kidnapped from this crazy person.
0: Okay. So mm-hmm. while I can understand the dog is a cute little white, cute dog. And I, and I'm very, I'm very sad that this dog was stolen. I need to know <laughs> how she stole a treadmill. Because walking,
1: ah, walking, I know, walking, I know, I yeah.
0: Walking out of an apartment with a dog is one thing. Walking out with a fucking treadmill, like where? How, I okay. Yeah. So so yeah. she is a she has conned people and now is in Charleston, or she's been conning people in Charleston.
1: Um, she's been conning people and now she's in Charleston. So I, I mean, it looked like that dog, that's a Charleston dog. That was, that was definitely yeah. happening in Charleston. I just feel like it was There's It is golden doodle city over here.
0: Right. And then she yeah. is the one that was like eating a burger with a weird. southern Yes. Accent. Okay, okay. Okay. Yes.
1: And that is a local burger place that we have on, um, we have one downtown and one on Sullivan's Island. So she was like right in the area and I was like, Oh my God, there she is.
0: Yeah. It, it's funny because, um, this week in school, our chapter is pharmacology. So talking about different, um, drugs and their interaction with the skin. And so then we get to, um, mental illness and like, <laughs> and, um, I'm like, we're not going to spend a lot of time here. Cause I was like, you know, this isn't a psychology class. And we ended up speaking for a really long time. about I was going to say,
1: no, <laughs> you know, you spent the whole day oh, on it and they're going to keep trying to sneak it in each day. Well, like,
0: <laughs> And no, it wasn't even them. It was me and me being oh. like, Oh yeah. And, like one in five CEOs is a sociopath and (laughs) oh you don't know what a sociopath is okay well let me tell you about empathy and sympathy and like no it wasn't even them it was me it was like me trying to be like no no we're not going to spend a lot of time here because this isn't what this class is about and then it was like two hours later me breaking down different borderline personality disorder versus dissociative identity disorder and Oh, um, I love it. I know, and then like us talking about different, um, you know, like famous serial killers and all that stuff, and then and then I realized how deep in a hole we were in. I was like, ah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, but, wrap it up. But um, con artists are always so interesting to me. So oh, interesting.
1: They're so interesting. Yeah. That's why I'm fascinated. I do try not to to share a lot of spectacles of mental health, but I I felt for this one that it was just it was just a good one. It's, it's fascinating. Let's keep up on it. I love it. (laughs) To me,
0: to be able to live your whole life and all of your decisions with an ulterior motive seems like so much work.
1: Yeah, especially because if you want to get into mental health, there could be multiple reasons why someone's a con artist. Maybe right. someone's a sociopath con artist and they really don't feel. Maybe someone right. disassociates and they actually have no idea and then they come to. Right. Um, there can be a million possibilities. So you just really do not know. Some people go through trauma. Some people are just heartless and right. crazy and lunatics. Right. There's a lot of them. <laughs> and you
0: you could just be uh, a grain of sand on this person's beach and they yes. right and they could like ruin your life and they're just gonna keep going, right? Yes. God, this is this is why I don't have friends. <laughs>
1: <Same>. <laughs> Fascinating. Okay. okay. All right. So let's get into um the saga of the paintbrush foundation mm. or the the foundation paintbrush. Mm-hmm. It continues. So um Kelsey sent me a first reaction video. She finally bought one. Yes. Um, we have some other friends that have tried them. They're reporting back. Kelsey is so skeptical of it. I can't wait to share the videos with you, but I thought we would talk about it here and talk about go through your first reactions of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, I was definitely scared of this paintbrush because it, it's big. It is a big old paintbrush, and I didn't understand <laughs> how that could work on my face. I have a small face. <laughs> um, and then, B, I was, and this is what I was going to tell you earlier, but then I stopped myself. I think this goes back to the first experience I have with makeup brushes was in high school when I was using makeup brushes from the body shop. And uh-huh. know, not great quality, not great quality. And mm-hmm. they would leave brush
1: strokes. And they, the the paintbrush does look like it has those scratchy bristles, just like those old body shot brushes. Exactly.
0: And so I was worried that this was I was like, this is going to leave brush strokes. This is just going to (laughs) leave streaks on my face. Like this is this is going to be a hot mess. And like I so then I used it and um it was incredible. It was yes. so fast, so smooth. You can use the corners of the brush. You can get into every cre- cre- uh, crease, crevice, crack, yes. wherever you need to go. Um, it used so little product and it just, yes. it smoothed everything.
1: It, yes. I
0: just feel like it smoothed the product across my skin. And I just, I, I'm a
1: believer. I'm convinced. Yeah, and Kelsey did us a solid in the video because she started out with one layer of a BB cream and then she went in with a second one, which was so helpful because it really showed you that, like, you can add to the coverage of your makeup and it still looks so good and so smooth. It's only $7. Um, we like to teach on this podcast. We like to teach you to be free thinkers and like know how to go out into the beauty world. So there's a few other makeup brushes that I like to suggest. This is one of like three and probably by the end of the year, probably one of five or seven. Um, but yeah, only seven bucks on Amazon and I'm telling you it will save you so much time and it, It's fun, isn't it? I love things in makeup that are fun. I mean, I
0: did my whole face. Like, I was watching the time on my videos, and it was, like, 30 seconds. Like, it it was so fast. And I was like, this is 30 seconds to get the same look that I would – it would take me a while to get this kind of smoothness. And I have to tell you, my favorite makeup brushes for the face have all been brushes you have recommended. Oh, and so thank you! I just want to tell you that a thank you so much for your consistent brush recommendations, and yeah, b to our listeners, uh, Shin knows what she's talking about, guys.
1: Uh, yes, I do. She kind of thank she, you. she kind of does this
0: for a living, so she knows her she knows her thing. And it's funny because these brushes that you recommend to me, these are not thirty dollar Mac brushes. No, these are, they are not. real Technique brushes, and you know mm-hmm. these are good brushes that I'm not I feel like I'm not spending like it's an investment and they're good yeah
1: that's what I was gonna say about this certain brush so I feel like sometimes what you're saying is like that would have taken me a long time to build that up and sometimes I feel this guilt when I'm putting on makeup that like oh my skin sucks or I'm in the aging process or like gosh I'm just putting more on and it's probably gonna look crazy once I'm out in the sun but there's something about this little paintbrush that takes so much guilt away and I'm just like boop boop slather on, perfect skin. Yes, I don't even want to wear any more makeup. I love it. It's really nice. It's it's a good time.
0: Yeah. And I I did the second layer in direct sun because I mm. really um wanted to see. I mean, cause the sun, I mean, you're gonna see everything. You're gonna see everything.
1: So You are, yeah. And this this podcast so comes from like a labor of love. Like I put so much money and into testing products and trying new things and, um, trying the expensive stuff. You know what I mean? Cause that's what everybody wants to talk about. And everybody wants to be like, have you tried Il you know what I mean? And I, I, I want to be in the know, but at the same time, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I, Need to have an outlet, which is this podcast, to talk about right. all the shit I've tried, and then when I have something really good, being like, "Oh, let me scream about it!" I yeah. love it. So, thank you, also, people, for listening to me, taking my considerations into account, and trying them out. I really, really appreciate it.
0: You know what? This is a really good segue into our topic because yeah. we're going to talk about water creams, and me personally, my experience with water creams and the introduction into water creams was the expensive um, classic. Tatcha Tatcha yes, has please. a it's in a light teal bottle and it's called mm-hmm. the water cream and Tatcha is one of those very hyped internet brands and mm-hmm. when you really look at the ingredients and really look at the what Tatcha is doing it is K beauty it is yes. overpriced K beauty is what yes. it is and I so I got a sample of the Tatcha water cream and I was like, I, I was very curious about this. So I was using it and it really was my first introduction to water cream. And I pretty much always have a water cream on hand now for one reason mm-hmm. or other. But it's always now K-Beauty. Always.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So for anybody listening, a water cream is a water-based gel cream and it sinks into the skin. It almost melts into the skin as you're applying it. And um, a big takeaway Kelsey and I want you to know is that these come from K-Beauty. That is their original origin. So we are going to educate you on why you don't need to spend $90. Mm-hmm. It's a capitalist nightmare where they're just taking, it's American taking a product from somebody else. And also a lot of times these more expensive brands, they will add a lot of fragrance to the product. And that actually could add an adverse reaction to the skin. So it's best to go K beauty. And the fun thing about water creams is since you're going to learn about them, there's not too much variation. So you're pretty much going to get the same product. And like Kelsey said, she always has one on hand. It's always a staple in my beauty routine too. And they come in clutch especially in these winter months or in the hot months when you don't want like a really thick moisturizer. Um, but really you just want to find one that's good for your skin that either maybe you need soothing ingredients or you need more ceramides or you need more hydration. Um, but that kind of takes the fun of it where you don't feel like you have to know too much about a new product. So Kelsey, I'm going to let you take away some fun things about, um, water creams as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. I like um, water creams because they um, are a drink of water for your skin, truly. So, mm, yes. these are going to have like a nice cooling property. Um, they're going to be gel based, but I think so often when we think gel, we think sticky. And mm-hmm. because they have that, cr- they're water um, but a cream consistency, you're not going to get that stickiness. But um, I, so once I got introduced to that Tatcha one where I found it fit in my routine, Was in the summer months as a daytime moisturizer. So I live in South Florida. So my summer is 100 degrees with 100% humidity and full sun. And so, uh, but I still need moisture. I still need moisturizer because I'm a dry skin type. So having this water-based cream that I can wear underneath my sunscreen, I'm getting that water for my skin and still, still making sure my skin is hydrated. Our skin needs both water and oil, and most people, their skin is dehydrated. So having something like a water cream is a really nice way to make sure you're getting that water.
1: The other thing, um, oh. oh, I was going to say if you're feeling extra extra dry, please visit our hydrating mist episode and do a do a hydrating mist before you get into your water cream and you will just love it. And Kelsey, I'm just remembering that we didn't talk about your K-beauty thing and we'll have to do it for next episode because I have some new K-beauty products I'm trying as well. So, Oh, okay get excited people. We have a lot to talk about.
0: (laughs) So the other place that I found that water cream fit into my routine was actually as a serum. So I, um, when I first went back to work in, um, May, June, 2020 with the mask, I developed cystic maskne, um, Really painful. And we do have an episode, I think it was episode four, all about mask knee and my tips and tricks. And um, a product I mentioned was the Dermalogica Calm Water Gel, um, mm-hmm. which is a water cream. And so I was using some sort of water cream, A, because having that refreshing property felt so good on my really inflamed, irritated skin.
1: Um, It really is so lovely. mm -hmm. I I was watching a video today that you sent me of you using the, um, the Pareto water Mm -hmm. cream and you have this face that just looks like, ah, and I'm like, that is the face of a water cream. Like people, you really need to try one. They are so lovely and it's, they are not marketed in a popular way Mm -hmm. and they don't take off, but we're, we're telling you the real tea. That's why you listen to us. We want everyone listening to buy one after this episode and literally like sing its praises to us in the DMs. Mm-hmm. So
0: what you're talking about is my third favorite way to use it. So I like to use it as mm-hmm. my moisturizer in the summer. I like to use it as a serum when my skin's really irritated. And then the uh-huh. third way is I like to use it as like a mask. And so that video yes. was first thing in the morning and my water cream had been in my mini fridge, my skin mm-hmm. fridge, mm-hmm. and so it was very cooling to put onto the skin. It kind of woke me up a little bit. And then I used my jade roller with it yes. to roll uh- it into the skin so it's like a facial massage we're getting things stimulated we're getting things flowing and then I'm also pushing that product in
1: This is also a great travel tip because a lot of people think for self-care, maybe you have to pack like some extra masks. If you just bring a water cream with you, also if you're staying in a hotel, you can put it in the fridge there and um, you can slather it on really thick and use it as a face mask. Leave it on for 20 minutes, wipe it off and then start your makeup for the day, especially because a lot of times when we're traveling, that is when our skin is like dry and not happy. So it will save your life. I think
0: traditionally we're taught that you need to wash off or fully remove a face mask. But this is a situation where after I leave it on as a mask and I did this tonight, I put it on as a mask and I left it on for maybe 10 minutes and then whatever was left, I sort of massaged in and then Mm -hmm. kind of just tissued off what was left. I didn't fully remove it, fully cleansed because I wanted to leave that water on the skin.
1: Oh, yeah, that's lovely. Mm -hmm.
0: The other thing these have is because they're K-Beauty based, K-Beauty is really key when it comes to like anti-inflammatory products. So these are going to have... Um, a lot of them have additional really nice ingredients that are for calming the skin down. So these are going to be things like um, sika or tiger grass. Um, There's going to be like green tea. Um, There's going to be just some nice anti-inflammatory ingredients in these. Um, So you're going to get those benefits as well. So if you are irritated like dealing with um, acne or maskne or dry winter skin, check out our last episode. Um, Mm -hmm. These can really help with that soothing property as well I struggle with um sometimes with my um certain shaving razors irritate I have a metal sensitivity and so oh, actually yeah. yeah so if I have that I'll actually put a water gel on my legs after shaving to kind of calm it down Oh, that's so lovely. I know. I, I love I, that. I didn't even think about that till just now, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do thank do you that. for that
1: tip. I will be using that. You're, oh,
0: you're welcome. But Lauren, you have an amazing tip for using a water cream and the eye area. So I want you to tell us about that because I love
1: that one. Yeah. And I'm going to give you even more better tips than that. So yeah, okay. I, I I love it under the eyes. Um, Like you're saying, you can put it in the fridge before you can make like a mask out of it. There There is a eye mask that you and I have been dying to try called, um, a do eye patch and they are reusable eye patches. It's, um, I believe it's D I E U X, please check them out online. But I just imagine if you put a water cream on the eye and put that face, that eye mask over it, that it would just be lovely. But, um, yeah, if you have very dry under eyes place this under your eyes and sit it on as a face mask for like 15 minutes you can either rub it in or take it off completely and then go through with your makeup um but also it can be nice too to mix with your concealer a little bit just to kind of make it a little more moisturizing
0: yeah I saw so I remember I was shopping in um Ulta, one time, and Estee Lauder has that they were like trying to sell me on this like two part concealer because one part was an eye cream and then the other end was a concealer. And I was like, why wouldn't I just do that myself at home with the concealer and the eye cream? Like I didn't, I didn't understand what they were trying to sell me, but the, um, I just looked up what you're talking about to make sure we spelled it correctly. So it is, um, D I E U X skin on Instagram. And essentially they're like those under eye, mask those pads but they're reusable so and so mm-hmm. you can put whatever cream moisturizer mask whatever you want on those and then use them under your eyes I know I, I we just need to bite the bullet and get them we really
1: we do especially because every time she's using them she's so knowledgeable I want to support her um, I always try to share her stuff because I think she's great and I want all of our listeners to listen to smart people like her and um, I noticed that the patches are never sliding down and let's be real anytime you've bought any eye patches they're always just like Falling down to your lip line. Now I use them on my smile lines, actually, because I'm like, this mm-hmm. is where they sit, because that's what happens. So i um, yeah, we should really buy you know, them. I um, just
0: looked them up. They're twenty five dollars, and they come in a case. I'm buying after this episode. I'm okay, okay,
1: it. we're gonna do it after this episode, and we're gonna shout her out on the internet. It's the right thing to do, right? It is. Yeah, and
0: we'll make TikToks yeah. of us wearing them because that's funny. Yes,
1: I love it. That will be fun. Okay, yeah. So it is really good under the eyes, even if you um put some um on your hand, you could even take like one of those fluffy real technique setting powder brushes and kind of like dab the water cream. And then you can like slightly dab it under your eye. If your makeup is starting to get dry or you just kind of need that. I added hydration under your eye, but you don't want to like completely cover the whole area and mess everything up. Um, another wait, wait,
0: hold, you're talking about after your makeup is done.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people like Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the right types of concealers. There are certain concealers that are a little bit dry. Um, Got it. Okay.
0: Like, like a mattifying concealer that yeah, if you are like dry, your, your, you're going to yeah, look your, more dry.
1: Yep. So your shape tape, your KVD type concealers that are meant to stay all day, like say you put it on there, you're starting to crease a little bit or get dry. If you just kind of like lightly tap your brush into it because it's made mostly of water and just... um pat that under the eye, it will just like lightly bring that back to life. Oh. But don't use too much because it will mess with the formula and separate things. This is like the lightest pat of your life. And really the best way to do it that I prefer is using something like Mac Fix Plus or that um, new K-Beauty... Um, hydrating spray I'm using that you know about. Sorry, everybody else doesn't know about, but I'm just saying I like to use that as well. And then I'm um, patting under the eyes. That's really nice. Yeah, but okay. I was going to say the next thing I like to use it for is um, love water creams right out of the shower. I mm-hmm. can be a dry bitch in the winter. And we talk a lot about... <laughs> If you are not hydrated, your products don't even want to be accepted on your face. So Mm -hmm. literally, as soon as I get out of the shower, I will spray the hydrating mist, put the water cream on, and then I will go back in with the hydrating mist and then put the serum on. So please try it. It's lovely. Um, Also, love this, taking it down on the chest. Mm -hmm. The chest starts to age, especially in our 30s. Um. It will give you such a lovely glow. So just place it on the chest and then on the tops of the shoulders. It's so nice and pretty. Um, It's also great for your partner in your life that doesn't like to put stuff on their face or doesn't like skincare. I use this on Trevor all the time and he thinks it feels so light and so nice. Um, It's also beard friendly. So Mm -hmm. good for that. A lot of men's beards get really dry in the winter. So this is a good moisturizer for that. Yeah. Um, Also
0: shameless plug. We do have an episode on um, skincare for the man in your life. Um, So Mm -hmm. if you have questions about, or if you are a man um, or you don't have a man in your life, but you still would like to know about men's skincare, um, check out our red, white and skincare for your dude episode. I think it's like episode 19.
1: It is. Yes. All right. So let's talk about some of the ones that we have experience with and we've used. Okay. All right, so I can go first. Um, this is an expensive one, so you don't have to get it, but I do like to promote it. Um, the Sonya Rosselli. Sonia Rosselli is a makeup artist that um started developing skincare products that are great for um skin prep application, but they are also a great system. Um for mature skin and also for people that don't want to think a lot about their skincare in general. So it is $52 for this water cream, but I've used it before. I've bought it probably six or seven times for my kit. It is work really, really nice. It has a lot of anti-aging properties, but it does essentially come from a K-beauty skincare product. And now I just use K-beauty water creams in my kit instead of this. Um, all
0: right. Yeah. So I've used the Tatcha one, um, which is $69. And then the other one I've used is the Peter Thomas Roth. It's called the Water Drench. Uh, mm-hmm. Water Drench Cloud Cream. So they all have these kind of names to them that imply it's going to be hydrating. It's going to be light. There's going to be some gel, some cream components to it. And that one is $59. And while that was good, and if you want to spend $59, you know, you can go for it, but there are better options out there. Um, Lauren, didn't you just find, you just finished one. I think I saw. Yeah, I
1: just did two reels and I will share them again this week with, um, links, but the first one, um, was an empty that I finished. It was by cause RX. It was their green tea, aqua soothing gel cream. This retails for $25. I really enjoyed this. I used it specifically in my kit for clients that had rosacea, mm. um, especially the ones that had the dry patchy scales of rosacea. I would, apply it to the cheeks allow it to sit for like 20 minutes usually i do the eye during this time and then i'd wipe it off and i went in with a moisturizer that has aloe and bamboo in it so it was also very soothing so if you do have um rosacea or you notice maybe you want to try and cover it with makeup but you can't get things to adhere properly i would try that out and see if it works for you mm-hmm. um the other one that i've tried is by i do care i'm currently using this one it's called chill kitten mm-hmm. so cute so i love cute. that name I also got their um, kitten headband for skincare, (laughs) which I highly recommend. It's adorable. This one was $23. And, um, yeah, I love it. It's just, you know, your typical water cream. And um, they last for a pretty long time. I want to say that I keep them for, like, two or three months, and I use them constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I I like that you are exploring the brand I Do Care, just Mm -hmm. like I've been exploring the brand Purito.
1: Yes, because I've been wanting to try Purito. It like saves our life because we're both just like getting it in where we need it, <laughs> right?
0: Because I like that we have both, you know, explored CauseRx. Both of us have tried, you know, that one mm-hmm. for K Beauty, and then we've both explored some Misha stuff. But it's nice yeah. that you've really gone in on I Do Care, and I've really gone in on Purito because then it's just like us explore, um, us bringing two different additional K Beauty. Uh, brand information to each other and the, the our podcast listeners. Uh, yes. So um, the one I just recently got is the Purito Deep Sea Pure Water Cream. And it's called Deep Sea because they are using marine water. Um, is what they're claiming. And I'm like, is that just salt water? Is that just ocean water? Like, but what it is is it has um, marine extracts. So anytime you see something that says marine extracts, what they're probably referring to is algae, which algae mm-hmm. is an amazing anti-inflammatory ingredient for the skin. It I was like- going to
1: say I motherfucking love algae. <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> My skin definitely likes it. Yes. <laughs> um, so
0: I had been wanting to try this one for a while, actually, because... Because this one, um, I see this one get kind of a lot of buzz. I see a lot of people reference this one, um, so I wanted to try it. So this was a good excuse for me to buy it. And this is the one that you that I used in the morning with my uh, jade roller to work it into the skin. And I really like this one. And I like that it's in a tube. And so I um, I'm glad I have this one. And it was 16 doll hairs.
1: Okay, this one's the best price. And I'm with you on liking that that was in a tube because sometimes I don't like that they're in jars. And, you know, we all know we can be clean with it. But like, you know, you just feel safer with a tube and you feel like it's going to last longer because there's less oxygen getting into the product. Mm-hmm.
0: And, mm-hmm. you know, we keep talking about putting these in the fridge. Um, just a reminder, you don't have to store your products in the skin fridge or any fridge. They are made with preservatives. They are made to be shelf stable. We just put them in the fridge because we like them. The cold feeling because we because live- we're
1: bougie bitches mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say because
0: we live in the south but okay that's true to too. that
1: too it's very true <laughs> yeah
0: so moral of the story is you there are high end ones available but there's also definitely more affordable ones available and you can find some really nice ones with great additional ingredients for the skin
1: yes also um the Neutrogena Hydro Boost you had mentioned that what's the Ooh. price point on that I'm gonna google Ooh. that Neutrogena. I don't because know because I'm wondering if it's. Um, I don't know the price point
0: but I know that I got you. my mom uses it. Jules likes it, so
1: hi, Jules. Yeah, uh, it's also like a lot of pe- makeup artists have it in their kit too. But it is twenty seven dollars, and I mean that's you about know, the same as K Beauty. Not... And I.
0: No, i I would go for um I would go for a, uh K Beauty more than that one hundred percent.
1: Same, exactly, 100%. So I'm saying, why even? Even if you've been wanting to try that product or tried it, let's save you some money and um – get you on that K Jules, beauty train. Jules, if you're
0: listening, I'm getting you a K beauty moisturizer. So put away your Neutrogena no more. <laughs> Love
1: it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So, um, this brings us to the end where okay. we said that this, this, well, did you have anything else to say for the,
0: no, I, I really don't. Um, the only thing I want to say, which has nothing to do with any of this is, um, Lauren did a video about the, I do care eye cream. Um, And it it looks so freaking cute because it comes with its own rollerball.
1: It is. I'm obsessed with it. We are going to do a annual K Beauty episode, so we we will talk about all of this stuff that we're oh. throwing at you. But but well, I just I've decided that like okay. a long time. ago. I just
0: I just found out, everyone. We're doing an annual yeah. K Beauty episode, but I like it. I'm on board.
1: Surprise! <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Okay, that's that's really um, cute. But I'm I'm on board and I'm excited about it.
1: So. Yeah, and I really like this. So we've talked about eye creams and, in another episode. Mm-hmm. And um, if you need them, if you don't, you don't always need them. But sometimes it is nice to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely aging around my eyes. And sometimes I just want something that soothes me. And mm-hmm. this sounds terrible, but to push some wrinkles around, you know. <laughs> so well, this is so. Uh, no, <laughs> like, we
0: did talk about that. In, so we have an eye concern episode. And um, basically, uh, gentle massage around the eyes really yes. does help help with circulation. It helps with puffiness and it uh-huh. hel- it helps wake everything up. Um, just like the benefits of massage, doing a gentle massage around the eyes is very nice. And especially if you can do it with a roller ball that feels really nice around the eyes too. I mean, yeah,
1: so yeah, it came with like this tiny little wa- rollerball guys, and it's like so cute. And um, it's guava and kiwi is the uh, whatever's in it. I don't mm-hmm. know which is for brightening. Um, and it kind of has like a little like sherbet texture feel. It's it's really really lovely, and it's inexpensive. I think it's like under twenty dollars. But um, if you kind of want an eye cream and you like to feel that, or I some, it is okay if you like to put things in your self care system that aren't necessary but you they make you feel good so if you want to do it for that reason too yeah great, just say it. the beauty
0: guides told you to do it because yeah, because skincare is self-care and that's what we're here for
1: and that's when you do your daily mantras where you look in the mirror you rub under your eye with your roller and you're like you're a bad bitch you're gonna <laughs> conquer the day and you do all of your mantras
0: yeah your mantras <laughs> need cuss words in them to really be oh, all the
1: time yeah well at least mine do <laughs> okay tell me what you're grateful for Okay. So I got a really cute new Steve Madden backpack that I'm loving. And I was just really grateful to be able to take a little no fucks given TJ Maxx free and that they had things that I wanted. Cause sometimes you have the disposable income to spend at TJ Maxx and they do not serve you. And you're like, I hate everything in here. So it was a really good visit. Is that (laughs) where
0: you got the Steve Madden backpack?
1: No, that was a previous thing, but I've been using my Steve Madden backpack all year. Okay, so I feel like, okay, I love luxury. I love Mm -hmm. bougie stuff. I I appreciate art. I appreciate fashion and design. I do not really care that much about, like, luxury purses. Like, Mm -hmm. I will take a Steve Madden bag any day. I love his designs. I just think they're practical cute kind of like athleisure like but with like a little step up and this one's like a camel color it's really skinny um and just has like just enough compartments to be organized but nothing too extreme and I never wore backpacks when I lived in Baltimore by the way that this is a new thing for me being in Charleston because I've always been afraid wearing a backpack that somebody could like yank my back To, like, grab me, fight me, take me, pull me into a van. I've also always think, why would I put my money in my backpack where someone could easily come behind me and, like, unzip and get it? And, like, this is the kind of mentality I've grown up with that now that I don't, you know, live there Mm -hmm. anymore, I'm just like, dang, like, that was was weird.
0: (laughs) That's funny. I carry a backpack every day at work, but I'm a teacher, so we get a pass. Mine is, um, mine's a Kate Spade backpack
1: though. I saw it. The blue one. It's so cute. Oh, and, yeah. um, I made a hello, TikTok about it. it. it it's so, that's like a Mary Poppins bag. If it it's yeah. so much stuff in it, that video you made. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's funny because, um, there's a compartment in the back that's full of Lysol wipes that I did not show in the video. So there's actually even more, but I bought myself at, um, cause I carry a backpack every day. So I bought myself, so, you know, not extreme luxury, but, um, I think, and I honestly, I got it on like a close out clearance. So I know I, mm-hmm. I did not spend, I think I probably spent like 60 or 70 bucks on it. But- hey,
1: spend money on your bags. If you want to, I would just sometimes like the designs, like I've never been a person, like when I see coach, I'm not like, Ooh, right. I do. I do light up when I see Michael Kors, mm-hmm. but I think Michael Kors and um, Steve Madden have very like similar mm-hmm. design style wise. So it's kind of like the cheaper one. And I know I want to put that certain bag through yeah. like kind of hell, you know, it's like my going out bag, but I also want it to look cute. So I don't feel bad about the price, but I I like a luxury bag. And if you can afford a Louis, like, you know, where I live, everyone has freaking money and they have these bags Mm -hmm. out the ass that I like can't even imagine Mm -hmm. spending money on them, but they have one in every color. And if you can do it, good for you. I love that. I love to look at it. Right. I'm always like, Ooh, ah, (laughs)
0: I've never been attracted to a designer. I'm attracted to more like either like the color or the functionality or the style. And then if it happens to be a designer, yeah, so, yeah, all the mm-hmm.
1: things. I like to study designers, but I'm the same way. I love to go on like just a hunt, and I'm really just attracted to what my eye see that makes sees that makes me happy.
0: Yeah, like really- I I don't think I would ever buy. Kate Spade anything. But, but
1: I think I pay attention to designers because I love efficiency. So I feel like if I can save time and I'm just like, I like this designer's style profile. So if I'm like looking for a specific thing, I'm like, oh, I, I know I can, my like computer brain goes back around and it's like, go to this file. Where can we find th- these clothes? Like free people, Marshalls, TJ Maxx. I just like to like, know. And I also think it comes from, um, growing up, my grandma pretty much raised me and we always watch the prices right so I think I have a weird fascination with like knowing where things come from and the price on them oh my
0: god that's so funny
1: as if I'm going to play I don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe dream big yeah yeah um
0: so this week I'm grateful for I had a career opportunity that um I just I feel so excited about um I was asked to do some freelance consulting for someone who is making their own brand. And they had some skincare products that they literally paid me for my opinion on
1: them. Um, This is so cool. Congratulations, by the way. I'm like so... Also, like, not to blow up Kelsey's spot, but she kind of had, like, this stressful week at work last week, and then she ended up going viral and then getting this opportunity. So I I love to just see a situation where things come full circle, and maybe sometimes the bullshit you go through is to show you that, like, let's level up and get on with it.
0: It, it just felt really cool that someone recognized and valued my knowledge enough to pay for them. Like, of As course, they should yeah. Of course, I love doing this podcast and giving out the free knowledge, and I love being an educator. I love educating people. But for me to sit there, read the ingredients of your products, and do consulting on them, and like put dedicated work into it, and then being paid for my time and and being paid well for my time too.
1: Oh um, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, no, I I was compensated well for my time, and it just it brings a lot of um personal value to what I do and it just uh-huh. felt like such a I mean that's kind of my goal would be doing consulting for skincare brands and things like that that would be a a nice career goal so absolutely to, to... I
1: we also talk about um for the people listening. me and Kelsey have this little dream of like her going to school I would love to go with you cosmetic chemist mm-hmm. and like making our own stuff because like and then this is how it started just as being nerdy on this podcast <laughs> like, <laughs> it all started on a podcast yes Yes but no I would I am living I think this was such an awesome opportunity for you I would love if the person who paid you um if their product goes farther in a development, I'd love if you could talk about it on the podcast, because I'd love to learn more, especially hearing your thoughts on it. Um, but cool. I just I'm just excited for you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, I'm excited for the person who's making their own brand. And I'm excited that mm-hmm. they were interested in my opinion. So it just it felt like a like what you said, I kind of had a rough week at work. And then I'm just like, what is my purpose? And then to have <laughs> to have like a, a good week um, for my knowledge and my smarts and things like that, that always feels
1: really nice yes does that not show you something oh
0: it you know shows me some light a little
1: light here and Uh there
0: although not according to our um chinese zodiac
1: (laughs) don't listen to that shit chinese zodiac
0: said this is not our year so sorry sorry dragons
1: but K-Beauty said it is a- her <laughs> K- K-Beauty disagrees with the Chinese Zodiac.
0: That's so funny. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, again, you can find us on Instagram or TikTok at Beauty Guides Podcast. We have a website, beautyguidespodcast.com, where we'll be putting anything we mention with some links. Um, but we always mention and put things on our Instagram as well. So that's a good place to keep up with us. You can DM us on Instagram. We love interacting with you guys. You can give us suggestions. You can give us ideas. You can ask us your questions. We always answer them. Most of the time it's Lauren, but sometimes it's me. Um, (laughs) Lauren makes sure that I answer when I need to. So thanks, Talent Manager. I appreciate that. Um, Mm -hmm. We love you guys (laughs) and we appreciate you listening and we hope you have a great rest of your week.
1: Bye. Bye.